Hey everyone, welcome back to the Only the Resurrection podcast. This is Noah, and today I just wanted to share the words in Second Chronicles chapter 29 and 30. And what stands out to me just reading Second Chronicles is that all these kings, the kings of Israel and Judah, how if they're wicked and if they're those who are unfaithful and wicked and evil, not only do they bring punishment and wrath upon themselves, but upon everyone else in their kingdom. And that really lets me realize that I'm not just here carrying myself, but my community, my church, the nation, my friends that I'm sharing the gospel with. If I turn against God and fall, they too will fall. So it really just does lead me to stand before God and fear Him. Because this is what, in chapters 29 and 30, this is about King Hezekiah, where it says, He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord just as his, as his father David had done. And it also says, In the first month of the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. It says, In the first month of his reign, the moment he became king, he did this. And that really just shows me that I can't just waste any time and live for myself, but here to give my life to search God and know His will, to do what He wants, not what I want. And so, just reading chapter 29 and 30, where this is the work of repentance that brought the Israelites, though they were, they were, they were suffering and being driven out by other nations, when they came to really repent, it was because of their sin that they received punishment. And wrath, but when they repented and began to worship God and sacrifice offerings, it was when they had life and joy. It talks about that, that they were joyful. And so I'd like to share that it began, the process began of purifying, the process began of that revival, basically, when King Hezekiah purified the temple where he commanded the, the Levites to drive out all the detestable and evil things and in today, that we are God's temple. Christians, I, that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So for that work of repentance to come, we must get rid of all that sin. And I realize that, that I need to get to repent of sin and confess sin and get all of the sin out of me so that I might be used by God. And so for me, sin was that oftentimes... When I read God's words and share the gospel, I just talk about what I know. But what God shows me is that we can't just go off our knowledge. But really think about and take it as new to be renewed. And that is power. That is reality. That makes the gospel reality when we are renewed every day. Even though, no matter how many times I've heard the gospel, that every day I receive it as new. To just draw in the... Just to draw close and to really consider and meditate on what God has done for me that even in my sin, He came down and died for my sins and He rose again to be my Lord. And so God just shows me that all the sin in me to repent and that I need to overcome sin because Jesus died and He rose again that I might overcome sin. When Jesus died, I died to sin. When He rose again, I rose with Him in a new life free from sin. So that I'm no longer a slave to sin, but free from that. And so being free from sin 
is when God can truly use us because God is looking at a clean heart. He looks for a pure heart, a clean plate. If I'm clean, that is when God can use me when I'm clean from all sins. So I pray for that work of the Holy Spirit to cleanse us through His words. So that is why it's so important for me that I read God's words every day. That every day I'm continually cleansed and purified in my heart so that I might stand before God and do what He wants and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit to do what He wants. And so it does talk about this where King Hezekiah, where he's talking to the priest, he says, My sons, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him and serve him, to minister before him, and to burn incense. And so that word is still us. He says, do not be negligent. Do not be lazy. But God has chosen us to serve him, to share the gospel, to pray, to be the ones who will carry this nation, to be the ones who will save the nation and save our friends. So we need to be the ones who are praying, who are constantly praying. We need to be the ones who are laying down our life for the gospel, for people to hear the gospel. And so for this work of the Holy Spirit to come upon our friends and our school and our church, just like what happened here. Because after all this, they, when they were allowed to go in the temple after everything was purified, they just worshiped God. They worshiped and they were burning offerings. And this is what King Hezekiah says. He says, you have now dedicated yourselves to the Lord. Come and bring sacrifices and thank offerings to the temple of the Lord. So the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings. And all those whose hearts were willing brought burnt offerings. So again, it's that... While reading these words, God just led me to rededicate my life to share the gospel and that I'm not here to live for myself, but here for the Lord. And that, once again, that the burnt offerings, we don't do that today, but what God is talking about, and it says this in Romans, Romans chapter 12, that he says, in, Paul says, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your spiritual act of worship. So truly, the Old Testament, it's the same now. Spiritually, there's no difference. That we're here to lay down our lives. That is the offering God is looking for, our lives, our hearts. To offer my life, to give my life, to share the gospel. That is the kind of offering Jesus is asking us. And it said, to those whose hearts were willing. And that is so important. It's not just what people forced us to do or what we've been taught, but in your heart, are you really willing? Are you truly willing to go and share the gospel and pray and do God's will? Because truly believing the gospel, and this is the grace God has given me, truly believing the gospel is sharing, is giving my life to share it. And so it also talks about this where about sharing the gospel where Hezekiah invites people. He invites people all over Israel to come and celebrate the Passover. And so there are two types of people, two types of responses. One people, one type where they scorned and ridiculed them. And another where they humbled themselves and they came to Jerusalem to worship. 
And so I just pray that to those who scorn and ridicule and make fun of us when we share the gospel, I pray that God may humble their hearts to have an ear to listen. But I also pray for those who, who have a humble heart to hear the gospel. I pray that God may pour out the work of repentance and surrender to them. So it really isn't about the situation, but it's about God's words and what He wants us to do, which is to share the gospel no matter what. And so there was another part that also really stood out to me in Second Chronicles 30, where it talks about people in Israel who offered, who went to the Passover and they ate the, the food from the Passover, but in the law, because they weren't purified, they were not allowed to do so. And so it says here that Hezekiah prayed for them. May the Lord, who is good, pardon everyone who sets his heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of his fathers, even if he is not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. So those words right there is amazing to me that it wasn't according to like a system or the law or legalism. But it was just about those whose hearts wanted to search God and set their hearts on seeking God. And that's still alive right now. That's still real today. That it's not about us being perfect as in like me, as in like humanly perfect, like not do this or not do that. Or to be just perfect, not that. But God is looking for our hearts to serve God, to search Him. That is what He's looking for. And it's because Jesus died for our sins that we are cleansed. Because Jesus died for our sins, we are pardoned. So we can stand before God and come to worship Him with all our hearts. We can meet Him and be with Him. Previously, we could not because we were sinners. But Jesus died for our sins and He rose again so we could be with Him. So those words were amazing that it's not like legalism or just us being good according to rules. But it's a personal relationship with Jesus if you're willing to follow Him and know what He wants because God has done already. Jesus is the one who did everything. He's the one who worked in His death on the cross in His resurrection so we can meet Him. So let's just come to Him with all our hearts because that's what happened. That when they prayed, it says this in chapter 30, that when they prayed, their prayer reached up to the heaven, to the heavens, in the very place where God dwelled. So I just pray that from now on when I pray, that I pray it's like that, that pray all the time, every day with a desperate heart, crying out to God, that God may hear our cry. He may hear our prayer and answer them and work in them. So finally, this is, the, this is the last thing I want to share is that the true repentance God is looking for. Because after the Israelites went to the Passover, it says this, this is what they did, that they destroyed all the idols. They destroyed them. They smashed the stones, the astral poles, whatever it is. They destroyed the idols. And so God shows me that that is true repentance. To not sin anymore. To live a different life. To be changed. And that only comes when we really meet Jesus and meeting Jesus can we destroy all the idols in our life, destroy all the sin in our life and not sin again. So I just pray again that I might be led by the Holy Spirit to do His will and that we as Christians may be awake and alert and pray for our country, 
our church, our schools, and the families all over, that when us Christians are faithful and pure, and when we pray, God may stir in this nation and in our families and in our schools and the church. He may stir in them and bring them to repentance and let this same work of revival come into our homes everywhere. May come upon our church and our homes, our school and this nation. So let's just pray for that work of the Holy Spirit together. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. And please stay tuned for more from the Only the Resurrection podcast as we read the words, talk about the evidence, and we share how this is going on in our real lives today. So thank you so much for listening to the Only the Resurrection podcast, and please stay tuned for more. Thank you.